live and local on AM 770 KTTH. Your independent conservative host, Todd Herman, welcomes you to The Todd Herman Show. Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times in which God has decided we will live. Inherit therein our unique sets of responsibilities, like peeling away from ourselves this belief that the America in which we grew up is still the America in which we live. It is being changed and crushed before our eyes. From a biblical perspective... This is what's to happen. This is what God has said will happen, not specifically to the United States, but to the world. And it's still incredibly difficult to watch. Everywhere we're looking, we see a very similar pattern. You have nefarious ends hiding in good causes. This is the favorite trick of the devil. The devil never comes along and says, hey, how you doing? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and entrap your soul in torture forever. But we're seeing everywhere we look, we see these nefarious ends hiding in what would you think of as good means? Like, we can't let people get kicked out of their house during the COVID flu. So you have Ilan Omar saying, we need to forgive all the mortgages and all the rents in the country. Again, you know, this is a short-term fix. Uh, We obviously need a a long-term solution. This was to have the ability to buy time for local municipalities and states to get the money out. Uh, So what I'm hoping for is that before this 60-day ends, that there is uh, progress that's made in that regard, and Congress reconvenes so that we can actually do um, legislation to provide long-term solutions. Evil hiding in good intent. We can't possibly let people be evicted, so we're going to seize all the private property. We need all the good we can find. So we did succeed in getting one of the best people I know to join the program, Dory Monson and the Beatles. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's warm. It might even be uncomfortably warm. That's life. Deal with it. Shut up about it. Halibut aren't majestic. I've learned that. Nobody is allowed to say my name. Bungie! Oh, I am going down. The cord cut. My hands did not touch the water. I'm springing up near the bridge. Free fall again. Down near the water. I did it! The bungee jumping Dory Monson joins us on the Todd Herman Show. Dory, I woke up the other morning in, yes. in uh, Rochelle... Russell Wilnetsky. I, I, yeah. I, 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 I don't care if I can't say her name or not. She's mm-hmm. an interchangeable cog of the party. Yeah. Um, sh- she decided in her Georgetown residence overnight, she was thinking, mm-hmm. you know what I'll do? I'll seize all the private property in the country. And no one noticed. Yeah, the CDC has decided that uh, being a deadbeat should not be a chronic health issue. So they're just going to make everybody a deadbeat. Because if you bring everybody down to the depths, then we'll all be the same, which is what this is all about. It's about sameness. We're in the midst of a war right now, and the war is Marxism versus capitalism. And it is going to be the fight of our lifetimes. Uh, our forefathers, they had some pretty, pretty tremendous wars to fight to save the world. 
world, whether it was creating a new nation or keeping us from being all Nazi Germany, and now our fight is about Marxism versus capitalism. And in our region, at least, the Marxists are winning right now. In fact, if you want to put it in military terms, you've got capitalism on retreat as Mitzi Joe Hanknick has ordered all administrative staff at the King yeah. County Jail to turn tail and hide because things are too dangerous down there. And now they just announced yesterday, well, we had a meeting of all the stakeholders and we've decided we are not going to clean up the park that produced the attempted rape of a seven-month pregnant woman. We're not going to clean up the park that produced the murder of a 20-year-old kid who just moved up here from Louisiana. We are not going to clean up the park where there was yet another murder just a couple of months ago. We're going to let it be because why would you? Why would you put finishing touches on Mona Lisa? we got perfection <laughs> right now. That's very nice. By the way, for my listeners outside the area, Mitzi Johanknik is the King County Sheriff for a few more months, in which case she becomes an employee of Smack Daddy Dal Constantine, the probably best at hiding his personal corruption um, county executive in the country. And, Jory, we went through some instances of this this week that – one of the things I applaud is I applaud law enforcement being vociferous and speaking out about the immediate effects of these laws. We are just talking this morning, and you probably covered this, this thing in Bonnie Lake. Did you read the Bonnie Lake Police Department post about this yes. incident? Yep. Okay, let's, let's keep score. You have some people in a truck. They're arguing. I don't know. It might be a drug deal. Who knows? They, they scuffle. There's a gun. Gun goes off in the truck. Um, the guy who's apparently the gun holder or the shooter flees. The guy driving the truck apparently you know, drives it into a house after, though, another house had been hit by a bullet. Mm-hmm. The cops show up. They're there. The Bonnie Lake Police Department's a good department. They're there on the spot. They've got their canine. Let's go track the guy. Here's where he ran. We could sniff him down. And what does Jay Inslee's law say? Well, it says you can't pursue him because he didn't commit a violent crime, apparently, or because nobody directly witnessed and was able to pinpoint. And yet, you know, law enforcement is being told to stand down all around the state. And a murderer remains free somewhere near the south hill of Puyallup for the exact same reason, Todd. And this was a case uh, last weekend where a 16-year-old child was murdered in the parking lot of a Kohl's store on the South Hill of Puyallup. Several witnesses saw a guy running away, black pants, black shirt. Uh, uh, Pierce County Sheriff's arrives with a canine in just minutes. The canine already is starting to pick up a scent. He's ready to go. But nobody witnessed the actual shooting. And so if it could have been a friend of the shooter, it could have been coincidentally somebody who was just out for a 10.30 p.m. jog right next to a murder scene. But they said, we can't go in because if the dog grabs up the guy, that's considered a use of force. And you can't have a use of force until you have probable cause. But you can't get probable cause until you detain and catch the guy. And so they've they've left it all. It's chaos, Todd. It's absolute chaos. George, you remember like I do, um, there was a case just happened. This is uh, this. It's look, it's a tragic loss of human life, um, although it was one of the apparent assailants who got killed. This this gentleman made an understandable decision. But also, Dory, if you understand what these drug camps are, 
a terrible mm-hmm. decision. I've described these drug camps as they're, they're basically the prison yard at San Quentin when they let out the, the worst 25 people in San Quentin under the prison yard. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this famous infamous prison. This guy got, you know, they had his stuff stolen. He figured it was from the drug camp, the sex trafficking camp. So he drives up with his wife and his two-year-old child in the car to go get his stuff back. Because apparently he saw his Bluetooth speakers and saw these other things, went to go get them. And you've seen the video, Dory, the pictures, the mob that descended upon him swinging sticks and machetes and chains against his back window. Um, He was forced to drive off and ran over one of these apparent assailants. Dory, did you see the felony counts between the two assailants they arrested, the number of felonies between those two men? Unless it's been updated from yesterday, one had 12 felonies and the other had nine time felonies. Right. Yeah. And so yeah. I want people I had this note the other day, uh, Dory, from a gentleman who listens to our show uh, back east. And what he said to me was, Todd, I just saw the pictures of these camps. I had no idea, although I've heard you talk about it, how bad it is. How do you describe to people the effects of the party? What What are we not saying to let the nation know that Seattle's being murdered? How could we more effectively communicate what these camps are? Well, yeah, the the pictures do speak a thousand words, because if you saw what's inside those camps, it looks like Calcutta, India. Uh, A very good friend of mine who worked for Boeing, traveled to uh, Calcutta, described the horrors of driving through these horrible slums and, uh, you know, people begging in the streets, uh, little girls turned out for prostitution, so they're a pimp heroin addict, uh, you know, caretaker could get his next fix and it's like that i mean if if you can erase the background of all the skyscrapers and the natural beauty of our region if you just focus the width of lens on the homeless encampments themselves they are almost indecipherable from the ones you would see in some of the worst third, third world countries. And so what we're saying is, and I'm not exaggerating, there are little underage girls who are being turned out for prostitution in these camps. Uh, there's all kinds of criminal activity. The driver of the car that killed the 20-year-old, he apparently will not be charged because he was just fighting for his life. But here's what I predicted about two weeks ago, Todd, when we started this new police law, the depolicing law in our state. We've already cut so many officers. Response time is way down. I love the men and women who serve in law enforcement. But uh, politicians and command staff, in some cases, are making this such a dangerous place. And so we're going to start seeing more vigilante justice. I'm not hoping for that. I'm not advocating for that. I am predicting that. And this couple trying to steal or retrieve their stolen merchandise and somebody gets killed. Uh, I talked to a guy on Monday riding his bicycle. I want to get to that. I want to get to that. I want to get to the story about the bicycle and the guy on the bike. We'll do that. We'll do a quick check of traffic, including the bike lanes, and then we'll come back to Dory's story and solutions. Here we go. Okay, uh, middle of the afternoon, beautiful, sunny summer day, and uh, there are four kids strung across this uh, this river trail that is for bikers and walkers. And so the guy's approaching the kids. He does the standard on your left, 
and instead of moving to the right to let the bicyclist pass, they decide to stretch even more across the path so a biker couldn't get through. So the guy had to pass the four kids on the right on what would be the shoulder of a paved bike path. And all of a sudden, one of the boys throws his skateboard in front of my listener. He goes over the handlebars, breaks a shoulder, breaks a collarbone, fractures several ribs. And that wasn't enough for the four kids. They then swarmed the guy, kicking him all over the body, uh, beating on him. There were two women nearby, thankfully, who started screaming, who started recording it, who uh, got hold of the police. And when the police responded, they got the description from the victim and the witnesses. And the cops said, uh, we know exactly who these guys are and we know where they live. And they had the injured bicyclist go with them to the boy's house so he could identify them from the car because they they knew who these kids were. And we just keep playing catch and release. And when Dow Constein's out every, every, every second chanting, no youth jail, we don't want to lock up any kids because... It's for the children. And so, so yeah, we've got people like that running around. I mean, I, I got a million of these, Todd. We got a little girl in Everett sets up a lemonade stand. She's ordered by a park ranger at Rucker Park to shut down the lemonade stand. Meanwhile, two blocks away, there's a homeless camp where they're openly selling and using meth and heroin. That's allowed to stay. The seven-year-old girl's lemonade stand where she was going to split her profits with a union uh, Everett Gospel Mission, she's not allowed to stay open. And, you know, the suggestion, we had the little girl on the show, and uh, we suggested she should start selling meth from her little stand at (laughs) Rucker Park. Then she'd be fine. (laughs) Yeah, she could even make it lemon-flavored. I hear that makes the high last a little bit longer when it's lemon-flavored. Uh, okay, and there are people still, I promise you, I get this all the time of, you know what, you guys should really, when you're doing satire, you should label it as satire. I'll get notes from people saying, that was a hilarious bit you did about the guy wearing the dress who stole the school buses and drove across, because mm-hmm. I, I kind of dramatize it, and then I realized, oh my gosh, I can't dramatize these things. I have to tell people this happened. Now, I, wa- I want to get the like three solutions from each of us, but I have to mention this, because you broke this story on your show. Hmm. The city of Edmonds, uh, according to My Edmonds News, yes. the, the mayor there has dismissed criticism of his hate portal right. um, as partisan campaign people. Now, I'm looking at the picture of this mayor. Dory, this mayor, he can't be a white dude in a blue tie because then he would resign because that's racism to be a white dude in a blue tie running a city. Is he a white dude in a blue tie? Yeah, he is. He is. <laughs> And Tell people about this uh, this 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 portal and what it yeah, does. Yeah, if uh, if you have your feelings, or I have I have a set of what I call my woke word dice, and if I need just a progressive word to come out, so they set up a uh, a portal. So if you feel like you're a victim of hate, let's see, bias or 
Joker, Joker, Joker. Discrimination is the third one. So if it doesn't rise to the level of a crime, but your feelings are hurt, then you can call a city snitch line. And if you wanted, if it's your business competitor and they're starting to pull ahead of you and in market share, just get 30 of your closest friends and they can all call into the snitch line and say, oh, yeah, down at John's Bakery, he's a racist. And he said hateful things to me. And then somebody threw a PDR request because say, oh, John's Bakery's got 30 incidents of hate. That's a hateful place. Let's shut it down. And yeah, on and on it goes. How about yeah, this one, Todd? Uh, they want mandatory vaccinations for all of us. They want us to return to indoor masking, even in your own home in front of your kids, according to the National Institute of Health. But at the same time that this is such a critical issue to be vaxxed and masked, we're letting tens of thousands of unmasked, untested, unvaxxed, illegal aliens stream across our southern border. And uh, apparently the Biden administration doesn't have any problem with that. But they want you to wear a mask hey. over there in the real U.S., Todd. And it's, Jerry, we're, we're not it's all kinds of craziness. We're not producing domestically enough. I mean, listen, I, I am against illegal immigration, obviously, but let me just play devil's advocate here. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, you know, the birth rate in the United States is down, and these, these little girls that Biden sniffs, they're not going to make themselves. So, I mean, because did you see – I'm sorry. I know that uh, this might be maybe a little off-color for you, but did you see the video of him beckoning the little girl to come up and sit on his lap so he could sniff her? Did you watch this last night? I did not see that one, but okay, my, my I, I did see another Lord. one this week with him. But okay, yeah. so a hand of the Lord. First of all, none of the adults outside in the Rose Garden are wearing the woke masks, only the kids. Biden's sitting at that desk, and he looks really small, like a Jimmy Carter, like he's shrinking. Right. And then he, Dory, he looks into the crowd, his eyes light up, and he, he, he motions for someone to approach him. And then you see out of the corner of the screen comes a little girl, maybe five or six, in a lovely little dress because it's an important event, going to the White House. He steers her over to his side, right next to him. He puts his head down right next to her neck and her ear. And there is a screen grab of this little girl. And the look on her face is saying, dear God, help me. This is Mm -hmm. scary. Now, you saw another one of these things? Well, this this one was from 2015, but it was when um, this one little girl's uncle was being sworn yeah. into the Senate. And Joe Biden has his, his uh, right arm across her right shoulder. And then you clearly see him. And, and I'm sorry to be so graphic, but people need to know what's going on with this. Dude. Yeah. Uh, you see him clearly kind of uh, cup the breast. Yes. Of this little eight-year-old girl, and some a citizen journalist tracked down that girl. She's now fourteen years old, and they asked her in a it was a TikTok chat, uh, and they asked her, "Did Joe Biden touch your breast?" And she said, "Yes." Did he pinch you? And he, the guy put in parentheses nipples. And she said, yes. He said, why aren't you reporting this? Why aren't you talking about it? And she said, well, all my friends would hate me if I said something about Joe Biden and it would just cause too much trouble than it'd be worth. And he said, but you're a victim. You have to come forward. And if you see the video, I mean, this isn't just an uncorroborated girl's story. 
in the video, which is available on YouTube, you clearly see Joe move his hand to her breast. She uses her arm to very subtly push his arm away from her. And as she's doing that, she very subtly slides about two inches away from his arm. And Joe just stayed locked on. And... and it's very, very disturbing. This is 2015 when the man presumably had most of his faculties. But there are 20-minute compilation videos oh, of Joe I Biden know. doing this with little girls throughout all kinds of Senate swearing-ins. And, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty amazing. It is unbelievable what's being them. tolerated here. It is. Dory Monson's been with us noon to three. Cairo Radio, we went long. Dory, we'll have to get solutions next because we went long. Traffic's coming. I could go real quick. Uh, enforce the laws, uh, arrest the criminals, shut the border. Your idea? <laughs> I'm lockstep with you, my brother. <laughs> Just right. real quick, I'll give you an example. I told him two months ago, I said, close the encampment. Because all the rocks are being dropped on I-5 and I-90. They finally closed it two weeks ago. There have been no rocks incidents since then. We just need somebody with common sense. That's all it takes. And I'm afraid you and I are the only two left. Just us and our audience. Dory Show, Car Radio, New to 3. Go with God's good grace. Thank you, Dory.